When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. <laughs> Hi, I'm James Deacon and welcome to Desert Island Dicks, the show that sees you marooned on a desert island after a plane crash with the worst people and worst things imaginable. Who they are and why they are a dick is up to you. And here to share their Desert Island Dicks with us today is actor, writer and comedian Anna Morris. Hello. Hi Anna, thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm very well, how are you? I'm absolutely fine, thank you. Yeah, all good. Uh, Should we dive in? Who's going to be your first choice? Oh, we're diving straight in. Mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say a, a, I'm gonna say a Kardashian. A Kardashian. I don't know okay. which one. All right, okay. I feel like they're all the same. I might, there might be Kardashian fans listening, getting quite angry with me now, saying they're not the same. Okay. Um, I'm saying Kardashian. I don't really know what they are or what the point of them is. <laughs> That's they... my first you. I don't no, know. no, I, I genuinely have no idea. I mean, um, yeah, but everyone seems to be talking about them all well, the time. Well, the reason I bring them up is because I was doing a, um, an office job a while ago and the girls in the office were all talking about the Kardashians and, and I got very confused because they've all got... I think there's Kim, Kylie... <laughs> Ke- they've all got they the all same name. K. Yeah. I, I sort of like caught on to that quite quickly. I don't think there's a Kevin. I think it's just all the... Kylie K- Kendall. Oh, it could be a Kevin Kardashian. It makes sense. Yeah. Is. Um, and I obviously I knew who they of them. I knew sort of who they were. And but I I, I still wasn't clear on the co- on the co- what I call the concept of them. I wasn't sure why they were famous or what they were. Um, and around that time, the did you, I don't know if you saw the trial of OJ Simpson that was on Netflix. I didn't watch it. No, but I heard good things. So yeah. I watched a couple of episodes of that, and um. I knew that they had something to do with O.J. Simpson and I was really confused about the link. I was like, you know, these women are on really big on Instagram. The girls in the office were talking about the makeup and the the yes. inflated lips and the yeah. and the style and like they were but they were admiring them, sort of saying how amazing they were. And I was like, what? Um but when I watched the O.J. Simpson trial, I realised that their their father, in case anyone listening doesn't know, their father represented O.J. Simpson, I believe, mm. in if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, no, in no, the trial true. of O.J. Yeah. Simpson. Yeah. So I was so I went into work the next day and they were talking about the Kardashians again. One of them had put Kevin or whatever its name is yeah. had put a post up with a that had some kind of lip implant. I don't know what it was. And yes. they were all saying how amazing it was and how amazing the contouring was and and I was like, guys, um, I'm really confused. These these women are famous because someone was killed. I know. It's... If you look at it in a really dark like, and I was like, that is why they're famous because someone was brutally. Oh no, killed. it's not even that. And it's... that's why they're famous and that was what was freaking me out and they got really angry with me. They were like, no, but no, they're not because they're really famous because they've, they're they amazing women and they've done... And I was like, I'm sure they are, but mm. that's why they've 
No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, if you go back to the roots of it, why why are they a thing? They definitely wouldn't be a thing if that hadn't happened, right? Because their dad, people hadn't died. Their dad was really famous because that was such a famous court case, and he he was on TV an awful lot. Exactly. Which must move you bizarrely into in, the into that those circles and right? i think that's part of the reason also the other part of the reason i wouldn't want to be on a desert island with any of the kardashians mm. is because when i've seen the images and the pictures of them they look so perfect with their amazing their you know the pouty mouth and the contouring and all i tried contouring once mm-hmm. myself at home i tried to put stripes on my face and tried to look <laughs> as if i had when I, mean, I have got cheekbones so i don't know why i'm trying to create no no more cheekbones, do you know what I mean? That's apparently yeah. the, the idea of it. And I just basically looked ridiculous and like I smeared brown mm. mud on my face. I mean, yeah. um, I'm just a bit concerned if I was on a desert island with any of the Kardashians, I would feel like I should have more makeup on, I should be contouring, I should, my bum should be a certain it should shape. Be, yes. I think I just feel quite insecure and paranoid that I wasn't looking great. Maybe in a much wider but sense. That's, wide reasons. Yeah, that's no, but that's maybe what they're doing to a lot of society. You know, but by you worrying that that's yeah, what they maybe. might do to you in a small way on the island to one person, maybe they're doing that, that to I everyone. Th- I feel like these girls in the office were kind of saying how amazing they were, but then also discussing what products they would buy to look that way. Okay. Or what, you know, what they would do if they had the money to have their lips kind of pumped up or their... So, yeah. And I'm starting to get a bit freaked out about how influential they are. So I don't... Uh, I feel like I don't take issue with people... Like, someone might think, oh, that person, like, dresses cool or whatever, um, and they're like, maybe I'm going to buy some clothes and, and like, look kind of like that yeah. person. That's cool. But then when it's like, I feel like I need to change the way I look, like, by putting things in my face and stuff like that, That that's... Uh, it enters a, an area for me I that I feel uncomfortable about selfies, with. And I don't know if you tried to take a selfie. Um, I, I, don't. I don't get the selfie. I try to take selfies. Mm. I have tried to. I've got Instagram and I'm not great. I don't use it a lot. Right. And I've tried to take I tried to take a selfie where I try and look attractive on it and I try and have it at a certain angle. But I just look you know, really odd it, it's, it's and like, fake. And they. And the, these. Girls like look at these pictures of the Kardashians and go, and they have these perfect. They, they, the filters are on, the angles right, the contouring's right. Like it's all mm. really staged. But when I do, I just sort of look a bit lopsided and a bit sort of yeah. I mean, like a double chin. But, I can't get the angle right. But their whole career is based on constantly doing stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, right? it must be exhausting. It must be exhausting. But like, I mean, what else have you got going on? You know, yeah. I don't really have the time to be I doing. I don't that. really have the time to be getting the angle right and the and all that and stuff. The and the con- yeah. I just don't have the time to put the, do the. the Shading on the face. It didn't work. It, like it didn't work bones. out for you. It's not something that you're no, going to so return to. I think, to. I think okay. it's just a lot to do with selfies and yeah. and and insecurity and, and pouting. And I just don't. I don't. If I'm on a desert island, I'm assuming I've not got my makeup with me, and I'm not going to look great. Okay. I don't really know. Need anyone with me that's going to make me sort of question my appearance. My appearance. Yeah. Okay. All right. I feel like wholly justified. A Kardashian. Let- I, I just think a Kardashian. We don't know which one. It, you know, just generally any of them. I'd, I'd just rather not. Any and all okay, of yeah. the Kardashians. Okay, mm. cool. Uh, Kardashians can be your first choice. That's great. They Not go on the island. Uh, who's going to be your second choice? Well, the second choice. Now, I don't know whether this counts as two people mm. or one person, but I... I'm very open to it. Oh, well, like, could, well, it's a couple. Okay. Now, it's not... I don't know if you've ever had people on this show that haven't maybe not talked about celebrities, but talked about people they know or they've met. I feel like the kind with celebrities you can sort of say oh that person would annoy me or you know whatever but when you've actually met people who've given you quite a strong emotional reaction in life in okay. real life yeah 
that this is what I'm where I'm going here. And it came up straight away when I when I knew I was doing this. And it's a couple I met very recently mm-hmm. when I was I was in Australia doing my show and I a week before I went I went earlier and did a bit of travel for a week. And it was lovely. Met loads of really interesting people, um, especially because I was on my own. I got chatting to people and I stayed in this gorgeous little bed and breakfast for three nights. And every morning you'd you had a communal breakfast table, which is lovely. Nice, you, can, yeah. you know, have breakfast with everyone that's staying there, get to know them a bit. Lovely. And everyone was lovely, really, really friendly, apart from this couple. Ooh. And the voices, like, it's the voices. I cannot get their voices out of my head. Okay. And I do, do feel if I was stuck on a desert island with them, they would, I would have to... I'd have to drown myself. So g- g- can you remember exactly what so they're like? Can you... Can there was you... Ameri- they were an American couple. They were really, really sweet, but they... It was the vo- it was first all the voices and the fact that every time I saw them, they would complain about what they'd been doing that day or oh, what they'd been doing the day before. Nothing God. was satisfying. So she, she kind of talked like that, like right out, you know, like oh, right out no. of the nose. Yeah. And she really talked like that. Like, <laughs> and she'd go... So I, she'd be like, I'd be like, so, oh, hey, guys, like, what, how was your day yesterday? Well, um... <laughs> You know, like, we were really disappointed, weren't we, with the trip? Like, oh. we really felt that, like, we didn't get our money's worth and the wine. We didn't really like the wine. Like, oh. it was a wine-tasting region, so obviously that's oh, all there was to do. We, you know, we, we didn't really like the wine. We felt there was, like, the the the, um, the, the portions of the wine were too big. Like, um, was, how can there be too much too wine? Big? That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There was too much wine. We didn't really enjoy the food. We thought the food was really, like... And she just talked like that. I mean, you can't see my face right now, but she had no... Her face didn't really move, and everything was bad. Oh, no. Nothing was good. Then he chipped it. He didn't really speak a lot. When he did, he kind of talked like that. Oh, no. And his voice was kind of up there, but, like, <laughs> it was kind of that droning voice. It's making you... You're looking really sleepy now. No, he no. He kind of joined in and was like, yeah, we were really unhappy oh, with the trip. We just, really didn't enjoy... Oh, it oh was I could just imagine. He's so disengaging. It's just like, what are you doing? And I know my voice, I'm aware, is... Is not the best voice. I mean, I come across as slightly sarcastic. It's not the most soothing voice, but the two of them combined, you could see the other guests around the table just wanting to smash their heads on the plate. Oh, but it no. was the fact that every day you go, Hey guys, how are you? Hoping they'd say, Do you know what? We had a really lovely day yesterday. We, we know we're traveling in Australia. It's, it's beautiful sunshine. We went to the beach, but always it was like, Well, it was really windy on the beach. Oh, like, it was really disappointing such because a the sound was blowing. Every time. Yeah, the sound was blowing. It was really difficult. To do. That's, you don't want to be around. I just feel like as I'm talking, my heart rate's increased slightly. It's just like you you want to be there enjoying yourself and they're just putting a downer on every everything. Yeah. And I know on this island you won't be enjoying yourself because you're stuck there and you're trapped. And every, they wouldn't like anything on it, even if you had mm. a really lovely day on the island, which you might. You yeah. know, you might, be stra- you might have been stranded there, but you might have a really lovely day. They would still fi- It's those people that you meet that still find fault. Yes. You know, like, and Brits do that a lot abroad. I think Brits abroad quite like complaining oh absolutely yeah and often yeah. I don't know if you've had like if you've been in a queue for EasyJet going to Spain or something <laughs> yeah. like that and the people in front of you would be like well you know what we came last year right and it was just like we were delayed for an hour two oh. hours. they love talking about we were delayed me we were delayed weren't we Pete yeah we were uh, yeah. delayed for like two hours three hours yeah. we were we didn't have the sandwiches we wanted no. it's awful yeah, no, nothing no. positive yeah and it could be the, uh, the rest of it the food could be amazing and the weather could be the best weather and you know uh Something incredible could have happened, but they really always oh, they talk love... about that down in point. I remember there was a couple in front of me. With, I think the, the flight was delayed, so we were there for ages, and they were, they were literally talking like that. And she was going to so the couple next to me, she's like, well, we come back every year. Last year, the, I don't know if you know the um, the, the place down the road, the Chinese place down the road. They were like, yeah, because they obviously knew each other from the... 
Well, it's gone downhill, hasn't it? But yeah, it's gone downhill. Oh, no. No, it's, no it's, it's awful. It's not what it was. It's awful. They just love to complain, don't oh, they? No, not, it's horrible. not say how good it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be awful. No optimism as well mm. with that couple. It's just like, Bleak. is there a chance that you'll get off? Just nothing from them. No. So they, they, no, I don't want them there. On the on the holiday, did you uh, when you were in Australia? Sorry, mm. did you have um, an opportunity to speak with anyone else that was around that table to say what about these guys? Or not was it really? Because it was quite a polite thing where you all sat around the table at the same time, mm. and there's a bit of a look you might give to someone across the table that like, oh god, these guys. But you kind of don't want to say because you want to sort of be really friendly and not yes. be the kind of the bitch that kind of goes, oh, these guys are a bit... I know. You don't know what anyone else is thinking. So you don't know anyone else well enough no, to be able to be like, what about this? To... Of, yeah, but the, I think I could see in other people's faces they were just thinking, oh, for goodness sake, please just... A knowing look had a and that's day. it. Yeah. yeah. Just say you had a nice time. Mm, that's all you need to say. Um, so that couple, and I, th- I feel like everyone knows that couple, right? We've all we've all been there. We've all been on a holiday or sat next to that couple or you, you might have been on a flight and sat behind that couple... And you can feel that you get the vibe. And you start to feel really... You pick up that vibe, I think, and then start to feel really negative about it. I know, yeah. And, and, and at least it, it puts a negative slant on it because you're feeling negatively towards them. Yeah. You want them to stop, but yeah. you don't want that to be a part of your And it's trip. the voices. Voices stick in your head. Because so I, I do characters, because I create characters for my shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's how I come up with characters, because a voice will stick in my head and I can't get it out of my head. So that woman that talks like that, that could be a character. Oh, for sure. I do, but I think if I... I think the audience would probably be driven mad if I did a character like that. But that could be a new character for me. It could be, yeah. You could build an entire show out of those two. A, a two, three-hour show. Yeah. I don't think anyone would last three hours. Okay. That. Yeah, fair enough. It would have to be. It would have to be a long show as well, right? Mm. To draw out the pain. Yeah, a full story of the the holiday from hell. I think. Okay, so that couple on holiday, right? And who's going to be your third choice? Well, I don't know if I've got a third now because I had those two. Um, okay. Anna, now mercifully, among the wreckage of the plane, mm. there was some food and drink left over, but unfortunately for you, it's your least favourite food and drink in the mm. world. What are they and why are they so okay. bad? The drink thing... Mm, um, drink first. ...would definitely be um, Malibu. Malibu? Oh, is it, oh, is it Archer's? No, no, it's Malibu. It's, that's, the, that's the peachy coconut one, isn't it? Uh, Malibu is a coconut one. Um, peachy oh, is Archer's. Oh, it's Archers then, so I've got... Archer's, They're okay. quite similar, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the reason it would be Archer's is just... So when I was, I think everyone remembers the first time they were sick on mm. alcohol. I'm mm-hmm. sure you've had this before in this, this podcast. Yeah. Um, and it's, I just, it's that peach taste and the coconut. It's quite tropical, isn't it, Arches? Mm. And I just, basically, it's a very boring story. I was 15. Um, I hadn't really ever drunk that much. And I was at a friend's birthday thing. Um, and maybe I had a couple of drinks. I was, I'd never really drank. I think hooch was the thing back then. Okay. Remember hooch? Right, yeah, awful, I do, yeah. Like lemony. And I maybe had a couple of those. And then... There was someone had bought some archers, like a big, I say a big bottle. It must have, it can't have been that much, but for, for no reason at all, I decided to down it thinking I was quite cool. Okay. I don't know why, because it was, what's really pathetic about the story is it's not like I was at a really cool event or a festival or a, a gig. You know, I was actually in someone's back garden in the suburbs, yeah. which makes it a bit sad. I don't <laughs> I know, know who I was trying to impress. There was no yeah. boys there I was trying to impress. And I downed this um, bottle of arch, and I just remember about an hour later, just collapse. It was re- they were all singing Happy Birthday, and I just remember collapsing in a garden. It's so pathetic. Oh, no, okay. It's so embarrassing, it's so yeah. suburban yeah, and pointless. Yeah, yeah. And then I just remember waking up in her bedroom. Her mum put me to like put me in her room and put me, and they had to phone my mum and say, Anna's not coming. And so my mum was oh, like, no. I guess that I've you know, been drinking. And I just, what was the most menacing thing I remember is I was so drunk that I, 
woke up and my friend had a John Bon Jovi poster on the wall, as you, as you did back then. Yes. And I remember looking at the John Bon Jovi poster and there were four John Bon Jovis, okay. which is quite terrifying. <laughs> but I mean, I did quite fancy John Bon Jovi because I was 15. He, you know, I loved Bon Jovi. But there were four of him and he had red eyes. Oh, I could just no. see it. Okay, yeah. And I just, it was really menacing. And my friend came in and she went, are you okay? And I just kept saying four... John Bon Jovi's. I kept saying it over and over again, which is very odd. Yeah. And then I just remember, oh, it's, it's just the throwing up when you can taste that really strong smell of whatever it is you've drunk, the oh, peach man. and the coconut. And I, my mum picked me up the next day, and she didn't. It was she didn't really have to say anything. She kind of gave me a look as if to say, "I don't have to say anything. You've learnt your lesson. You're mm. never going to do that again." And then I think I was still sick the next day, but that. I've not drunk that since. No, I don't even know whether can't. you can still get that. I assume you can. But anything peach and coconutty since then reminds me of that. You just, oh, I just think you always remember those moments of sickness. Or I, it's, I, yes. I, I'm quite lucky. I haven't. I'm not sick a lot with alcohol, but I do distinctly remember the times I, I was. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. And you just, for I just, sure. And then whatever I've drunk, I don't think I can drink it again. Okay. So, Archer says your drink choice. What's going to be your food choice? Um, the food choice is. Like a really smelly fish, okay. Like a haddock, maybe, okay. With a creamy sauce, and I'll, there's, there's two reasons for this. First of all, um, if my sister listens to this, she's going to really laugh. Um, <laughs> my mum is an amazing, like, cooks amazing food. She's an amazing cook, and when uh-huh. we were younger, she had her staple dishes that she used to make. And you, me, and my sister always go, "Oh, do you remember that amazing pasta mum used to make?" And you know, yeah. you kind of remember it. But there was one dish that. <laughs> Maybe we admitted quite recently to my mum, we went, do you remember that dish you used to make? And we hated it. She was like, really, you know, she was really upset. She was like, I didn't know you hated it. And it was oh, it was no. some kind of haddock or cod in parsley sauce. Oh, right, And it was yeah. really creamy. And it, the pars- I don't like parsley. I don't see the no. point of it. I think it's just, just like weeds. It's pointless. Um, and I remember the smell of it. I remember the, the disappointment on me and my sister's face when she brought that out. And we kind of smile and go, oh, thanks. But we... We used to discuss how much we hated it and she thinks she thought we liked it oh, and no. it was really strong smell it didn't taste of anything and she oh, I feel really bad saying that but the, the other reason for the fish thing was um, to do with someone I lived with so I lived somewhere I lived in North London um, a flat I lived in I shared a flat with this, this girl for sort of eight months or so mm. and it was a really lovely flat but it was very it was right near a train station Okay, so you couldn't the train station was so loud you couldn't really open the windows because you would just hear the train station it was really loud so it, and it was over summer that I lived there, and it was really, really stuffy mm. and really, really hot in there. Okay. And it was an open-plan lounge and kitchen, right. and then the bedrooms were next door, so it was really, you know, really quite small. And I'd get home much later than her, and she would nearly every night make fish, but really smelly, really, really smelly fish with the cream sauce. Uh, every night? Nearly every night, but she would never open the windows when she was cooking... And the heat as well. So I would. Cu- I remember getting home from work and coming out of the lift because it's quite a top floor flat, like mm. five floors up, mm. and smelling the fish, and then being just just that feeling of disappointment, and then going through the door and just this overpowering stench of just hot, stinky hot, fish, stinky fish. And she'd leave it out. She'd like half eat it, then leave it out. Why? And then my bedroom would smell, and then why? 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 Um, the bedroom would smell, and then the whole flat would smell. Basically, this, the whole flat smelt of fish. I basically had to move out because I lived somewhere that just smelt of fish. It was horrible. And I do quite like fish, but after that, I was like, no, just, I don't want to... Oh, honestly, because you couldn't open the windows and it was really hot, so it was just horrible. That's horrific. Like a, like a fish crematorium. It was, hor- it was horrible. And just to leave half of it out, just stinking the place out. It's Just put it Just put it in a bin or just, just open a window, for goodness sake. Yeah. Like, 
Just give Ooh. up. It doesn't matter about the trains. Just open it's a It's just quite a specific smell, isn't it? It's quite a strong smell. But I'm that, quite sensitive to smell, I think, so it, well, that wasn't nice. But that's so annoying as well, because, like, someone else lives there. You live there as well. Think, Be that's considerate. That's the thing with sharing flats or sharing houses. You, that's the, I mean, it's difficult in London to live some, somewhere and, and share with people and, you know, get on and it's all perfect. Mm. But... You, you've got to consider other people. certain level of consideration comes with living yeah. with other people. You know, um, even if they're like a uh, like a best friend or a partner or whatever, you have to like think about them a little yeah, bit. Just, just, yeah, so the, the fish is, I'm going to say, smelly fish. Cool. So um, fish, specifically stinky fish, mm. and specifically with a, with a thick parsley sauce. Oh, yeah. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. Okay, Anna, fortunately, you won't be without entertainment on the island. The plane's entertainment system continues to work, but just your luck, it only has two working settings. One is your least favourite film of all time and the other your least favourite song. What are they and why are they so bad? Um... I'll talk about films quickly, briefly. Okay. The, fil- the film one was tricky. But my memory's not great, so I was trying to... Th- basically, I'm just going to pick a film that I saw mm-hmm. very recently. It was called Geostorm. Geostorm? No, never heard of it. Um, it's got Gerald Butler in. Okay. It's kind of like a film I don't... I don't even really know what it's about, which is how bad it is. <laughs> okay. But I, the storyline was... Basically, it was a film I watched with my sister, and me and my sister love watching films that are... The trailers are so bad, we know that we're going to watch it and it's going to be really bad. We quite enjoy watching it and kind of going, this is... Trying to project it and going, this is absolutely horrific. So you went in knowing it was going to be terrible? We knew it was going to be terrible because we'd seen the trailers. And it okay. was it was worse than what we thought it would be. Okay. I can't really... So it was, it was a kind of disaster film where there's... I can't. I don't even understand the plot as I'm talking. It was something to do with satellites that some okay. terrorist had hacked into satellites, which was changing the, the weather. Okay. And I can see that there's confusion on your face as to yes. how that's a storyline. It was a storyline. It was a genuine storyline of there was like a big opening thing of some storm happening and lots of people being killed and weird weather things going on. And then Gerald Butler was the sort of typical the inner disaster movie scientist character who is an outcast because he didn't agree with someone on something because he's got an arrogant attitude. You know the huge... Science maverick. The science maverick. He's, I've been saying retired, using my fingers, doing inverted commas, Mm. having a few beers at a beach house. You know, someone turns up in a car, the government, and we really need you. You know, that kind of... And You're just doing bullet points of the typical thing that you might find. It's the typical find. thing. Yeah. He's like, oh, no. And then, he, now, what I really loved about it is the typical child. Mm. And again, it's like that kind of voice of the child's like, Dad, I believe in you. If it's not for you, we're all going to, the human race is going to yeah. die. You know, the child is like nine going on 25. Yeah. Who says things that a child wouldn't say. Yeah. And there was that moment where she was like, Dad, you've got to do this. Uh, yeah. And there was something about, I think the mum might have been dead. There's a usual, okay. like... Oh. You're just mom ticking boxes here. It was kind here. of like, Mum really would wanted you to do this. Yeah. What disturbed us most about the film was Gerard Butler's face. Um, and his mouth, he kind of, from the mouth upwards, didn't move. Okay. And it... it what? It's, it's annoying that this is... You can't see my face. So this is, we're not filming this. Mm. But he's, he was sort of like a puppet. Like, his mouth was a bit like a puppet. I think he'd had fillers in his face or the Botox at the top. So when he was trying to talk really passionately, it was kind of coming out like that. Like, his, his, you know, like, really, he was really struggling to speak like okay. that. Um, and I don't really... I mean, I don't really know what to say about it, apart from there was just lots of scenes where Gerald Butler was in front of a huge screen that 
that was like a giant FaceTime screen. Like he was he was just talking to different scientists around the world. What? My my sister was a bit like, well, why why is the screen? I don't understand why the screen's so big. Why can't he just talk on a phone, a normal FaceTime phone? But they, he just kept talking to different people on different giant screens around the world. He was saying that they were having problems in Japan or. I'm really wherever. struggling to understand this film and what. I don't understand <laughs> the film at all, and, and I've watch... talked about it for far too long. Oh my god. Um, it's basically, that... just a load of storms. He say America saves the world, obviously. Uh, yeah, OK. Um, he stops yeah, the satellites. America. I don't really remember how he did it. And then the, he obviously went back at the end. The daughter said he was a hero, and that was... And I think he may have got together with one of the the female scientists um, mm. who he had a bit of banter with, who was like a strong kind of scientist woman who was quite sarcastic to him. It's just the usual... Like the film, I'm really making you want to watch it. No, now. you no, look like you want to watch I, I'm it. I'm just so confused, and also just thinking the people that created this film. It's like they almost sat down together and they were like, "What, what type of film should we make?" Hmm, you know the sciencey one, and then yeah. they were just like, oh, "Okay," so they just drew up the list of stuff that happens yeah. and then just made that. And I think they had a few scenes where there was like somewhere really hot, but there were hailstones. So it was supposed to be like, "Oh, look, it's really, oh, it's supposed to be really hot here, but look, this giant hailstone uh, smashing people." Okay. Was it, there was, I think they they sort of said, what film can we make with amazing special effects? Ah. Let's make this film about the weather. Okay. And then I think they went, oh, what's the plot? And then someone went, oh, no one's going to... Like, let's not go into detail. It'd just be something about some satellites. Someone's hacked into them and it's changed the weather. Genuinely, that was the plot. So you're not going to recommend anyone sees this anytime soon? I think you should all see it. Oh, right, okay, cool. Maybe someone can see it and tell me what actually happened. Okay, yeah. I think you should just see it just to see Gerald Butler's... I don't know what's happened to it. I don't know what happened. I don't know why he's suddenly doing these films. He did a similar one about. I think he did one where he's trying to protect the president or something. He did a similar kind of saving the day type. Has Gerald thing. Butler just become kind of like a B movie? I think so. Type yeah. Guy. I think he has. That's quite disappointing, mm. but. Not I've given surprising. that film far too much. Okay, you've given it too much time. time. Okay. Geostorm. Yeah. Do, do watch it. Oh right. It's, all, it's a two hours of your life. You'll never get back. Um. Soon I'm going to have a lot of time on my hands, perhaps. Maybe put pop and it on. I'll, I'll watch it and I'll, uh, I'll message I've you. I've given away the plot, though, because I, I don't know if you know... Well, I've given away the fact that he saves the... I'm in it for the special effects. Yeah. Basically. He saves the day. OK, cool. Geostorm. All right, and what's going to be your song choice? The song choice is going to be I Believe I Can Fly by R. Kelly. I believe I can fly I believe I can touch the sky Wow, okay. Um, very You've partic- gone in big here. Particular reason, um, when I was at university, it was in halls of residence, and I was very lucky. The, the people either side of me in you know halls, are, they have thin walls. You can be unlucky with your neighbours. I had two great neighbours, a girl and a guy, either side. Very, very quiet. Um, fine. The guy le- did two times and then left. He quit. I don't know why. We didn't really know each other. And this girl moved in. And remember the first day she kind of moved in and... I said sort of hi, she didn't seem that friendly, she kind of went into the room and I thought, oh, fair enough. Um, anyway, d- didn't see her for the first day. Second day, I was doing an essay and I think the essay had to be in the next day and I was sort of cramming like I always did. Yeah. And she put I Believe I Can Fly On by R. Kelly and it was it was really loud, it was coming yeah. through the walls and I was like, oh God, is she going to, you know, she's obviously got a, a hi-fi thing on really loud, that's a bit annoying. I thought, well, that's fair enough, She's, you know, I don't want to go and say anything, she's only just moved in. But it finished, and mm. I, bit of a pause, and thought I'll carry on, you know, doing my essay. Then it came on again. Uh-huh. By the fourth time, I was getting really concerned and also going slightly mad. Like she might, something might have happened to her. I or... thought, what, 
well, I thought she's obviously obsessed with this song. What is th- yeah. about this song that she's constantly playing? I thought maybe she's had a breakup or maybe she's not feeling confident. I was trying to think of why yes, yeah, you yeah. would have I Believe I Can Fly On. Um, by the, and I'm not, I, this is no exaggeration story, by the ninth time... What? And I'm not joking, I was counting by then. It, it got... And the bit that was really doing my head in is it was, you'd have the pause and you think, surely it's going to stop now. And then it would start... I'm really big. No! I can't remember the words, but... And you start going off for God's sake but the, what was worse is the, the way the song builds and the end the last few bars of the film he, he does this thing where he goes flare flare, flare oh yeah yeah yeah, and, yeah. I, and it goes on and on and on by oh, then no. I was literally wanting I was losing the will to live so what well, the 10th time I thought that I can't bear this this is just ridiculous she's obviously had a breakdown knocked on the door about she wasn't there she basically put this you know you can you can press oh, repeat oh my god on a on a thing yeah. she'd obviously pressed repeat and just put the song on and I never and found like... out why she'd, she'd gone out she'd basically gone out and it went on and on and on I think I went to the ki- I basically got to the 15th time and I thought I was just going to kill I was nearly threw myself out the window it's third floor so I could have what went into the kitchen she came back saw her come back and she just went into the room and then turned it off <gasps> what very odd and did anything like that ever happen again no was it no like... it never happened again what? I don't know to this day what, why, whether it was a mistake, whether she. That is was incredible. Just trying to scare me. I don't. But that song, if that is, it's not a great song anyway. No, of course. But no. if that song comes on, it just gives me sort of flashbacks of listening to it fifteen times. That is in... while trying to do an essay. So I'm trying to think why, I'm, and like a few reasons perhaps are going through my head. One could be it was an accident. Right, she had her shuffle. She was doing it for something else. She pressed play by accident and walked out, and then she got back and she was like, "Oh no, how embarrassing! I've left it." But it was very loud but as she, well. But she never referenced. No, she never. I mean, I just she came. I saw her very calmly walk back into the room, and then it and it went off. What? And so the other thing I'm thinking: Do you think it was some kind of game she was playing? Some kind of like weird? I don't know. I'll never know to this day. I mean, if she's listening now, which she's probably, you know, very unlikely she would yeah. be listening. Yeah. I'm sure she won't remember that. I would love to know why that happened, but I just... That is incredible. I just, I mean, I, I honestly thought she was just, she loved the song and she was like, maybe she, maybe that was she's it. She's in there just loving the it, she'd yeah. gone out. That is so weird. But you don't go out and you leave a song, anyway. So traumatised by, by R. Kelly's I Believe I Can Fly. That's amazing. Mm. Can I ask you about your relationship beyond that? moment in time like how were you, were you and her together well like, I never was... what the, the girl with the I believe I can fly yeah. song. I never spoke to she never spoke to me she was really she was just either in her room or she'd go out and I never really okay. spoke to her so, so... so I could never address the R. Kelly issue with her they're so weird it's never, it was never addressed it's all you know it's been left hanging and I don't know if I'll ever get over it okay I believe I can fly by R. Kelly <laughs> and finally the island is overrun by the biggest dick of all the animals which animal is it and why well, I found this quite difficult because I really love animals. Okay. So this was quite hard, but I, I don't know if anyone's ever sp- picked a specific animal that they've actually met. Like oh I did with right, the okay, this is great. Yeah. Um, and this one would be, and I love horses, and I don't get me wrong, I love them, mm. but this is a specific horse called Toffee. Toffee the horse. Lives, which sounds really innocent. Who lives on an island in Australia? I can't remember the name of the island. When I was travelling about ten years ago, I was travelling on my own, got a bit bored one day, was on this little island and I decided someone at the hostel said, oh, there's there's all these things to do, there's horse riding. And I said, oh, I've never really, I don't think I've ever been horse riding. And she said, yeah, they do it from beginners. Anyway, I got there 
And I said, oh, I'm a beginner, I've not done this before. Everyone else that was there seemed very experienced. So I was a bit intimidated. And this woman went, oh, you know, that's fine. We have beginners. We'll put you on toffee. And I was like, oh, OK. Oh, toffee. toffee sounds nice. nice. I'm a bit scared, but, you know, go on. So we all start. So I get on this little, very innocent-looking horse, as horses are. Mm. Um, and we start trotting along. And I'm thinking, oh, this is quite nice. But toffee turned out to be absolutely mental. Oh, no. So toffee just, we were going along. Everyone else was going in a straight line, normally following following the instructor and toffee kept running off run, li, li, wildly run like would run, run off into some woods and just try to throw me off about three times but every time they found me they'd go where's anna gone and they, i'd go oh she just tried to, to throw me off and they would look at me as if to say come on you're obviously just saying that because she'd stop doing it as soon as they came over so i think what? she basically hated me and decided to just try and kill me when people weren't looking <laughs> um how old were you at the time i was like 20 Seven or something like that. So, and the, this this horse was just like this tr- horse had it out for you. Ha- hated me, and then they went. We carried on going, and she kept going off, and I was getting really scared because horses are quite high, and I hadn't ridden a horse before, so I was like, "This yeah. is terrifying." And I said to this woman, "Oh, sorry. Every time she runs off, she keeps trying to throw me off. Oh no, she's no. Well, she she's a bit odd. She's a bit." And I said, "Well, what the horse? Yeah, she's." I said, "Well, could and you not give me a on... horse that was not odd, basically?" Um, and then to cut a long story short, this is the best bit. We went, got to the beach. And they said, right, we're going to do this lovely thing now where we're going to, everyone's going to get on their horses and walk into the sea. And the horses love it. The horses are going to walk along the beach through the sea. Give us your phones. We'll take photos. Give us your cameras. Nice. Lovely moment. It looks, the sun was coming down. And I was like, this is, well, I thought this is nice. You know, we can, lovely photos to send back. Fine. So, of course, everyone else on their horses start going very slowly through the sea. It looks beautiful. Toffee, my horse, Plot doesn't want to go in, first of all. They're like, coffee going. So it eventually goes in, and I'm thinking, well, am I giving them my camera going? Great, take a picture. And all the others go off walking through the beach. Look, looks beautiful. Toffee just sits down in the middle of the sea. With you on the... On fully the... sat down. Didn't want to do it. So sat down, so the water sort of came up to my shoulders. She just sat down, and I just sat there for 10 minutes. She wouldn't move what? in the middle of the sea. And everyone else had gone. They'd all gone. <laughs> so you just sat the there on this horrible horse. The took a picture of me and then walked off. And then everyone else, had, no one noticed for about 10 minutes that I was sat in the middle of the sea on a horse. What? They that all sounds like ran. a horrific experience. And I was just sat, by then I was just sat there going, talking to this, I was actually talking to the horse going, I don't know what your problem is with me, but I just wanted a nice picture and a nice experience. And then they realised, they obviously turned around, one of them went realised that I was, I hadn't moved and came back and basically I was just by then I was just like I'm not doing this anymore and I just walked alongside the horse that was my experience of horse riding and I just don't want I wouldn't want Toffee the horse I'm sure no Toffee had issues I'm sure it wasn't to do with me but I don't, it was that just pretty terrifying and it really put me off horses. Toffee sounds sure like a horrible that. horse. And that that sounds like such a terrifying experience to be sat in the sea on this <laughs> beast of a horse that just like, I mean, after a while it was quite you. relaxing. It was just, I just at one point it was thought, quite relaxing. I was shouting to people going, hi, hey, guys, I'm stuck, guys. But they didn't, and I was, it was quite frightening. So I thought, what if they all just go back and they just take some ages to realise? And I thought, what if Toffee just takes me off <laughs> right into the sea and just, Drowns me. Maybe it was just she, she was a kill sort of you suicide pact oh with the horse. Oh my god! And if we're on a desert island, that could happen. And the horse just kind of looks back like this is the end. Um, <laughs> Anna, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you I've on the really podcast. Enjoyed. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much, uh, Anna. If people want to uh, see you, where can they see you? 
Um, they can see me um, at the Soho Theatre, 19th to 21st March, and I'm doing a show called Bitchelers, which is a multi-character show. And if people want to find you, where can they find you? Um, my website is annamorris.co.uk. And on Twitter? Um, Anna Morris Comic. Anna Morris Comic, lovely. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Anna. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.